Good morning, listeners. Oh, that doesn't roll off the tongue like it used to. I've been out of it for too long. It's <laughs> it's your boy Mason, aka the Hoagie Bird. Hey guys, it's your boy Alex, aka Grape Powerade Zero. I wonder what you just drank. Powerade Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to our forty eighth episode of Where's the Action? Wow. This has been forever. This is like when are we officially in reboot territory right now? We're like a reboot. franchise. Let me, you know what I mean? Let me pull up where when was our last podcast? I'm pretty sure it was in January. March. March. Oh, no, 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 oh no, that's no. not bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. March. Okay, so March what is it now? 14th. So we're exactly so, so, a month. <laughs> so in this year we did January 16th, March 7th, March 14th. We're on a one week streak there. <laughs> we're feeling ourselves. I think we recorded two and then like and now hey, we're, let's release them. Now we're today's April 16th, so it's about a month. <laughs> well, you'll see us next month then. <laughs> so we're rocking and rolling. We're back in it. Listen, Alex <laughs> has been on sabbatical a little bit, so he's uh he's been dealing with some things, but I have some personal matters to deal with, and so those take over the podcast and so but i think right now we should be a-okay uh hopefully hopefully things uh what is it what is it what's the word what do you I mean hope, we'll, I hope, we'll be more I consistent hope, i hope the roller coaster that i'm on evens out now <laughs> <laughs> we're i'm still in the loop-de-loop part you left me behind i'm in the separate car <laughs> it was like on a different roller coaster ride <laughs> i was laughing I, you yeah he was I would because I was in the slow one, like the slow line for like the teacups or something. And he was in like the <laughs> bro, he was in the, like the drop tower. But, uh, too funny, oh, man. Too funny. And now we're back. But look, now we're back. We and honestly, back. we are back in action. Oh, yeah. Where's the action? Here it is right now. We are back in action. There's already been so much action. My podcast glitched, as in the, <laughs> the camera glitched. I was adjusting my mic. And then my camera for my laptop, because we're still recording this over Zoom for people who don't know. It just made it seem like I was shaking the mic up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear. It was terrible. It was terrible. But anyway. You're having a rave without me. I know. I should have had my LED strobe lights you got me for Christmas going. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so, you know, guys, we are back. And we decided to do a movie that, you know, was on Netflix it's called Ward War Riz, as Alex would like to put <laughs> Ward, it. Ward uh, War Riz. Ward War Riz. So they're battling Rizzes. <laughs> Rizzo, Rizzo of Oz, all that. So, um, but no, no, we, you know, we'll get into why we chose this movie later. But before we get into any type of movie talk, of course, we always go into our full disclosure segment. Uh, so sure. it, it has been a while since we've been here, and we do owe you guys a hard 69 update. Uh, even though the deadline was literally St. Patrick's Day, and we are recording this April 16th, it has, you know, it's been a while, but we're still going to give you an update. So, right. Alex, I'll let you go first. I'll let you take lead because okay, so... you led the charge here. So. <laughs> so 69 hard, or officially it's called 75 hard challenge. Um, I, I, I didn't know if we did our final update, but I didn't. Uh, Mason reminded me. Oh, we still have to update the audience on the uh, on the challenge. We left them in suspense. <laughs> we basically did the episode like the week before the challenge officially ended for us. 
Um, so, you know, recapping 75 hard, you know, you have your set amount of challenges that you have to do for 75 days straight. And if you fail, then you have to restart the whole thing. So the challenge that Mason and I modified to our lifestyles. And so we had to do the two workouts a day, which we did. Um, instead of a gallon of water, we did half a gallon of water a day. Um, read a book every day, 10 pages of nonfiction. Um, Workout. Stick, yeah. Stick to a diet, quote unquote Ugh. diet. Um, <laughs> That's a loose. My diet That's a loose was, rule. <laughs> my diet was no fast food and no processed sugars. And then a couple days of the week, I'll do vegetarian. And then Mason was same thing. No fast food, no processed sugars. And Mason's take on diet has <laughs> not really diet. No, hold on a minute. It is a diet. You I were restricted... eating burgers and fries. I made them at home. It's not fast food. <laughs> it's not even fast food. It's uh... slow food. It took forever to cook. It was it is slow food. Oh, don't uh, hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> uh, what's the last caveat? I, I forget what the last caveat is. I think well, the workouts. Was it. it was it was like five total things, wasn't it? Water, book, diet, uh workout. Oh, no, twice no a alcohol. Day, That's and right. then no, no alcohol. No yeah. Alcohol. That was the hardest um, one. Yeah, no alcohol. So for me, I lost I think about four ish pounds. Um, so I went from 154 to 150 ish. The lowest I ever got was 146. Um, but I think I fluctuated mostly around the like 149, 150 ish. So roughly about four ish pounds for me that I lost. Um, definitely was more, was very focused with all the, uh, all the water that I was drinking. <laughs> um and then also the workouts was like really good for me because i just felt physically better and definitely like had the more of the motivation to to live more healthier so pretty good challenge would i do it again i think i would do somewhat of a different challenge um the two workouts a day was definitely time consuming um you had to work around that and then the the reading um i i genuinely like the reading because i'm not a big reader and so have I read a book after the challenge? No. <laughs> will you? No. No. <laughs> no. But none, I, none of us I, will. I, I finished four books. So four nonfiction books. So I'm pretty proud of that. Four books. Wow. Yeah. How did I only make it through like two, two and a half? I think I, no, no, not even two. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Well, mine, so mine were short books though. They're like short nonfiction books. Like the, we... like the, like a personal finance books. That's what I read. Oh, uh, I read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> non-fiction of course oh yeah Ken the hats fiction uh non-fictional mm -hmm. it actually mm -hmm. happened it was a biography anyway um what about you how is your progress <laughs> so progress is a strong word first of all <laughs> i started this challenge at 100 and what was it 80 i think and was you know with the with the number what was it? What were you doing? The scale was like malfunctioning. Oh yeah, my fit, my scale wasn't calibrated. So oh yeah, that's right. That's it right, that's added right. five pounds, but I, that was correct. I I think that was a correct number. Uh, so I was one eighty correct. And after the challenge ended, after the seventy five days, I wish we did do sixty nine days instead of seventy five, just for the you know, for our purposes here. Mm -hmm. I decided to to gain uh, weight. <laughs> 
So I ended the challenge with five extra pounds. Oh my god! I ended I ended the challenge with the a weight of a newborn. That's kind of what I decided to do. But you know, I I did read. I didn't get anything out of that. I did cut out alcohol for a certain number of days. That was probably one of the worst things because it ruins wow. it ruins your weekend kind of. It does. It does. Especially if, like, you, if you go out like every single weekend, which I assume you do. Yes, three, I try to. Three out of the four weekends of the month, I assume you do. <laughs> yeah, five out of the four weekends I do. But here, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's like a social lubricant. So right, you're right. going in raw to these situations. Sometimes you need some lube to to lube things up, make exactly, it easier. Exactly. You know, but mm-hmm. it is hard. Sixty nine. So. But I, I don't know. I feel like I, it, things I learned from this challenge, obviously, I'm more happy now. The sugar part killed me. <laughs> oh, no, it killed me, too. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. I literally developed a tapeworm because I could not eat sugar. <laughs> so what happened was instead of coffee creamer in my coffee, I had to cut that out. And my caveat was instead of uh, just sugar all the way, I only ate natural sugar. So stevia I could do, but honey was the big one. So I decided to pour honey in my coffee every day. Now, four cups of coffee a day with honey in it, you're eventually going to grow a distolerance to honey. (laughs) Now, every single day at work, I have kept Alka-Seltzer. That's going to be one of my sponsors, Alka-Seltzer. I have kept them in business single-handedly. What is that? For the Alka-Seltzer? Okay, so it's these little – this will be part sponsor section. So Alka-Seltzer is these little tablets – and they dissolve in your water. So you put them in water. There are two tablets you put in. Okay. It dissolves. It fizzes up. You drink it. It's supposed to be a stomach relief. Okay. So okay. whenever you have, you, whenever you feel like you're going to explode from the inside and you have a little tapeworm <laughs> in there, just drink a few Alka-Seltzer tablets. So like, I, you, I recommend, what, sorry? Do you take it like when you have like a stomach ache? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can also take okay. it when you're hungover too, which helps. So listen, Alka Seltzer saved my life every day. I keep it on my desk at work because that's when it happens. They mm-hmm. literally call me Tapeworm Taylor at work because <laughs> everyone knows I have a tapeworm disability right now from all the honey I've I've drink. Oh, so well, honey's good for you. You even my said bo- it's healthy. It's healthy. It is healthy. <laughs> listen, my boss bought me a five pound uh, container of honey, <laughs> and we put a date on it, and we're gonna see how long it lasts. It's probably I, I've finished like half of it in four days. So now have have you been? continuing to use the honey i was gonna say that's the one positive change i think this challenge is talking was i'm gonna continue honey Uh um but also it's tearing up my insides my stomach lining is no longer existent so how how could it be bad for your stomach though i don't know but every day at around three o'clock i gotta go (laughs) i gotta go when people hear that like the sizzle of the alka-seltzer from my office they know it's going down funny they know so yeah my name is tapeworm taylor now so do you only have the honey at the office what about at home i have an emergency one at home because i don't because i don't drink coffee at home normally i just do it at the office but if i'm like on the weekend or something i use i have a little bear up up in upstairs okay okay up in my cabinet so Ah. um so that is the one challenge you know the one good thing about that challenge and another thing too is also the the exercise you know I was very lethargic. Every time I would come home, I would play Mario Kart or something, you know, waste my <laughs> life away. But, you know, the one thing this challenge did teach was getting in that routine of working out, whether it be a quick walk. And I'm not going to do an hour and a half or whatever we used to do during the challenge. That's way too much mm-hmm. time. 
I'm just, I, you know, make it a tight 45, you know, fill it as much as possible and you're set, you know, so I'm still working out to this day. I still do that. <laughs> Not every day, but you know, weekends I backslide. Work I, I gain. <laughs> yeah. I gain all the weight I lost during the week on the weekends. So, oh my God, <laughs> you know, but that's life. That's life. It's like a roller coaster, like we said at the beginning, up and down. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, right, that's so, our R sixty nine update. So we can now embark on our next fitness journey, fitness challenge. <laughs> the e the easy sixty nine. Can we do like... easy sixty nine? Can we make up our own challenge? No, because easy sixty nine would be like gain sixty nine pounds to you. <laughs> Which I'm currently on the track for. I've already got a head start. That'd be kind of funny though. Like if people did what? that. Oh what? my gosh. <laughs> well, like their, that... their challenge would be to like forcefully gain weight. You know, like if you're already in a good healthy standing, um, and you just like you know want to challenge yourself and see if you could gain a lot of weight. It's like Christian Bale. I feel like that actor just blows up and then he goes like from obese to anorexic in one movie (laughs) but anyway all right well we we should really think of another challenge i mean listeners we have bet on other things in the meantime so don't think we haven't been active in this you know we bet Mm -hmm. on march madness we bet on what else the spy balloon i'm pretty sure um (laughs) we bet on the ukraine war i I mean we bet on a lot of things Mm. so anyway Back to back to the pod. Back to the pod. All right. So we got movie tavern update. Um, uh, what has happened? Have you gotten your Creed cup? Did they give you like an extra cup? Or did they give you an extra gift card? What 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 has been going down with movie tavern? Have I'll you started you a live golf versus movie tavern lawsuit? <laughs> I've started a GoFundMe for reparations. <laughs> uh no no see here's what happened so guys if you haven't listened to last episode please go listen to it there was a large fiasco (laughs) that happens i came i I came in hot it was terrible it took up an hour of the podcast i I was just stewing uh so please go check that out but uh for those of you who know who are in the know i did get justice for movie (laughs) town so after this whole incident occurred and we report recorded the podcast I crafted an email about <laughs> for 45 minutes I spent oh on this gosh. with screenshots of receipts, you know? Wow. So a rundown was basically uh, for you listeners who don't want to go back and listen. I was robbed of a Creed cup from my <laughs> local movie tavern. So yeah. anyway, so, you know, I spent so much time crafting this email and I sent it off the very next day, probably about 530. I was driving home from work. I got an email notification. I look at it. It said movie tavern. Now, I don't know what I was expecting to hear from this, but I was like, I was shocked. I almost crashed into the freeway because I was like, so I was like looking. I was like, oh, man, what's going to happen? So I check it. It's from the manager of movie tavern, the big <laughs> head honcho. He's, his name is Tyler Butts. Shout out Tyler Butts. And I'm not going to bleep his name because he's a great guy. Give him a real chance. Nice real guy. nice guy. Real nice real guy. Nice guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Tyler Butts uh, messages me. And he says, Mason, this is a grave mistake. <laughs> if no I way. was, He says, if I was there, this would not have happened this way. He said that. He did say this. Oh, wow. And he, and he said to me, send me, if you send me your address, I will send you two Creed cups. <laughs> not one, two. but two. I was like, sign me up. I literally just gave him my address. He could have sent people to kill me. 
<laughs> he could have. Yeah, if he, he were smart, he would have killed me. But he, I got so about three or four days later, I got an express shipping package. It was a big box too. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, th- that's a pretty big box for two cups. <laughs> so I open it up. What do I find inside? A refillable tub of popcorn. You know, wow. like the refillable tubs. The two Creed cups that were promised. Uh huh. Sour Patch Kids, M and M's, two free movie tickets, and two Ooh. free popcorns for movie tavern. That Whoa. could never expire. Yeah. So, you know, Jeez. he and a handwritten note from Tyler Butts apologizing. Dang. So, you know, listen, if you want anything in this life, you just got to send a strongly worded email to get it. So, wow. and again, it's not about the cup. It's about the principle. <laughs> so people probably think I'm so bad, but I'm really not. Wait, so you I have, if, oh no, so, keep going, keep going. Well, keep going. no, I'm just saying like, I, I'm, I acted in self-defense here. Okay. I, I had to get it. So anyway, what were you gonna say? So like for the 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 bucket, right? So you bring the bucket, but you still have to pay for the popcorn, right? Well, yeah, but it's cheap. It's like four bucks for a big tub. Okay. okay. Versus like fifteen for the same size. So it really is a good thing, and it's refillable. You can use it all year. Oh. You know? So yeah, because popcorn is <laughs> popcorn is like a meal. It's, so it's pop, especially how many buckets I go through. It's so pricey. Oh but see, you, what you got to do is you got to get your money's worth. Eat the first bucket during the previews, mm-hmm. followed by another bucket in the first <laughs> act of the movie, <laughs> and then a third bucket for the rest of the movie, fourth bucket for credits. Mm-hmm. So really, okay. you're downing four buckets. You know, I wonder if people actually do the the hack where like when they're leaving the movie theater, they like pick up uh like a bucket that was left or like in the trash can and then they bring it to get it refilled i've done that really in my teenage years yeah <laughs> shout out Re- regal cinema 16 in salisbury <laughs> in salisbury maryland i think it, i think uh, oh my gosh. i forgot what we saw it was a while ago but oh yeah. my gosh I was good like, times i mean honestly because they wouldn't know if you bought the bucket of popcorn they're just no. there to refill it right they don't care nobody cares yeah, and so I'm just like, oh, interesting. You know what? This brings up this brings up a good point. Can I ask you a a moral question here? What is it? And I think wrong I, it's to do that. Well, yeah, well that, but also like returning games that you've played. Like, no, I, it's not morally I, wrong because you're using it. If it doesn't work within your lifestyle, you can return it. You have no questions asked. Thirty day return policy, and well, unless it's like opened or whatever, and they won't take it. But if they if they're cool with it, then yeah, it's not morally wrong. If you even if you do it three times in a row, yeah, because that's what I do with like flipping stuff. Like I just need the box, and then <laughs> okay. If I get taken to court, I'm gonna play this tape in court. This is the I'm life. Gonna t- I'm gonna bring this exact podcast clip in and say, <laughs> "Look, Alex Wu okayed it. I'm doing it." This is you know? this is the life hack that I use to flip golf clubs. Right, I buy a curtain rod. And, you know, curtain rod is, what, roughly, like, four feet or so, four or five feet. Um, And so I buy the curtain rod, and then I return it. But when I return it, I put it in a different box, like a makeshift box I have. So, like, maybe, like, two small boxes, and I just pack that up in there. (laughs) Because UPS is, like, as long as it's in a box, we'll take it. Are you serious? (laughs) And return it back to Amazon. I was like, okay, big bet. 
And so I had the nice curtain rod box when I flipped the golf clubs. And I was like, oh, perfect size. <laughs> and then I got the the busted makeshift box that I have for the curtain rod that I need to return. And so that's what <laughs> I that's what I do. So like no. I bought I bought like, I don't know, like 10 or so more than 10 curtain rods. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon is like, how many windows does he have? <laughs> Dude, I have a mansion. <laughs> Bro, they're like, you live with Jeff Bezos. What are you doing? Exactly, exactly. I mean, that that, so I mean, funny. like, there's like other ways around flipping, like, like how resellers do. Like, like we talked about what was it, a couple of days ago about like free boxes from FedEx and USPS. It's like, oh, it's literally free. You just gotta like find your way around it, and so, yeah, and it works. I mean, that's that's such a good hack. I think it's... Gary V, you're gonna give Gary V a run for his money. <laughs> It's not morally wrong to return a video game after you're done using it. I okay, think that's fine. all I'm asking. That's all I asked. You know, I think it's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Alex is my moral. He's like the, the angel and demon on my shoulder. Sometimes he gives good advice. Sometimes not. <laughs> well, see, that's, see that, that's like one of my pieces of my, my sketchy advice. So that's like the, the demon. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely demon. Yeah. But you got to do what you got to do. And plus like, if they're if they're cool with it, then there's nothing wrong with it, right? I mean, look, it's Joe Biden's America. No, just kidding. I'm not. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, all right. We oh. should move on to our sponsors for this episode. All right, sponsors so, for today. We got two of them. I got one. Mason has one. Um, quick shout out to my friend, uh, Megan. Megan, she she brought over this dessert. Um, and so. She gave me the dessert, and it's called, and I'm not Viet, so if I pronounce this wrong, I am sorry. But hopefully, I'm saying this right. It's called J Bao Mao, and so it's basically a dessert where it has like two layers of like sweet beans, and then a layer of jelly, and then you pour like condensed milk or like coconut milk on top of it. And then you can put ice on it on top as well. And you just like uh, mix it all up and it's like super good. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You lost me. Hold on. So, so I heard milk and jelly. Yes. So like, you know, regular like jelly. You Think of like jello substance. Um, Yeah. But like really, uh, what is it? like really thinned in like strips okay or it could be like cubes as well and so you got jelly and then some places make it with like just jelly and then they put the the milk and then the and the ice on top and so it could just be a jelly filled one but the one that my friend Megan gave me today um it was jelly and beans and so like the beans that I had was like red beans and then like this like tannish white colored bean they're both sweet and so so it's like jelly beans beans ice and then like the milk you pour on top and so it's like a very traditional like vietnamese um uh i think it's i would say like more of a it's, it's not really a drink well i guess it is a drink well how do you consume it um you take a spoon and then you just like that ain't it that ain't a drink it. so it's not really a drink so that's it's not like a drink a, that's like cereal a, that's a cereal. <laughs> it's like a it's like a soup. Um, okay, so okay, super cereal. Yeah. It's got milk, you know. Yeah. So basically, this is what I looked up, and this is it's this is like the what the internet says. It's a 
Dessert consisting of four components, red beans, mung beans, pandan, jelly, and coconut sauce. Um, all of that is topped with ice. It's often served in a tall glass so you can see each layer before you dig in. You can mix all the layers together or you can just like eat it one layer at a time. I like mixing it, so um, but it's really good. You would like it because it's like really sweet. <laughs> that's that's what that's my whole MO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um Che yeah. so it's it's pronounced Che Pa Mayo. It's Je. Um that's C H E and then Ba Mao is like I don't know what that part of the, the phrase is, but I think that is part of I think that relates with one of them relates to like the number of layers in the dessert. Um but don't don't correct me or like don't come at me because I don't know what the, the translation is. I just know Jaya. Please is, for all of our uh, for like, all of our Viet listeners, please attack <laughs> Alex Wu. <laughs> DM him on Instagram, please. It's like like something sweet. So it's called. So technically, it's you can also call it a three color or rainbow dessert. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I was adding something. I was just oh, reading, no, no, no. I was no, reading no. on the. You're right. I was reading on right. the Wikipedia. Um, that sounds so buzzing, though. It's good. It's so good. I I've had it like two or three times before, like homemade, and then also like in store as well. And so the one that I got today. Um, Megan went to a, a a store and brought me over one. I was like, oh, this this like fixes the uh the sugar crave that I was having today. <laughs> oh man! So does it? What is it? Uh, so you still eat it with a spoon though? It's not a drink, right? Could you shake it up and you make could, it like a milkshake? You could, yeah, you could drink it. Because um, why would? So you have ice in there, right? Are you eating the ice particles? Yeah, you could. Oh. I I don't know how it's like it works. crushed so, crushed ice generally. So what, so what kind of beans are we putting in there? Like pinto? <laughs> it's, so wait, it's wait. Red, red beans and mung beans is what this uh this website I'm looking at. But mung beans? That I don't know what right. mung beans are, but what is I def- mung? I definitely had red beans and like I've had red beans in my like my cultural desserts and Chinese desserts, and so that's normally like a, a something that you put in like a, a sweet dessert. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm looking it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Inter- interesting. Oh, there's there's mung is slang actually for someone or something <laughs> useless because of being broken or under the influence of grass. <laughs> what? It, the the example <laughs> sentence is he's wasted, man. He's mung. <laughs> Bro, I feel mung most days. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what a mung! Uh, this is interesting. I'm gonna go to mung grind tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, oh, dude. Oh, you, you, if you have a a Viet a Viet restaurant near you, they may or may not serve this. So, I think it's more of like a probably like a specialty like Viet grocery store or restaurant. Um, because you know sometimes Americanized restaurants. Americanized like cultural restaurants don't have like the full menu, so you got to do some digging on like where you can find it in your area. No, I definitely, I'm definitely gonna get my hands on some because you know, obviously, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas, so I'm not gonna find it at any restaurant. <laughs> so maybe I'll go over state lines to like Oklahoma or Mexico. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. But 
Uh, that's a good shout out. That's actually a very cool sponsor. It is. It you is. know, I I like stuff like that. I don't we know. This, have... I don't know the store that she went to get it, but it was in. So if you're in Northern Virginia, it's in Eden Center. So. Do they deliver? I don't know if they deliver. <laughs> oh, is the Eden Center? Is that the place with Lush in it? That's Tyson's Corner. Oh, <laughs> Tyson's that's, Chicken. Got it. That's Tyson's Corner Mall. <laughs> okay. Shout out Tyson's Corner Mall. Lush. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, good sponsor, Alex. I've got one up my sleeve as well. First of nice. all, uh, Alka-Seltzer, you know, great people, great guy. But also I want to shout out a, a little candy called Nerds Gummy Clusters. So mm, these yeah. guys were actually turned on to me by sound editors, coworkers. So thank you for those people. Uh, I don't know if you're listening to this. You should be. But anyway, Nerds Gummy Clusters, I'm just going to read a little bit about them. Uh, they have no mung. So I don't know how good. <laughs> no mung. Mm. No mung, which is kind no of a red bean. Mm, that's no red a, bean. That's a deal no, breaker. No jelly. No ice. Mm, no jelly. There might, mm. Actually, there is jelly. Okay, there is okay. jelly. Well, no, a little bit. No, no, uh, no condensed milk or, or or coconut milk. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's a deal breaker right there. <laughs> it is a deal breaker. Honestly, I shouldn't even say anything else about this. <laughs> They're so bad. Anyway, so you know, uh, you know, like a nerd's rope. Yes. Uh huh. So chop that up and mound them up and like make little bowls, and that's okay. a nerd's gummy cluster. Oh, so it is the perfect. I'm not even kidding. It is the perfect candy. This may be one of the best candies ever made. It's number two in gummy candies on Amazon. So wow. that just shows you how good this candy is. Um, you know, it's a it's a craveable candy innovation. You know, it's a one of a kind poppable treat. Again, this is all coming from the top of my head. Um, <laughs> it accentuates a fruity gummy center. You know, it's a candy revolution. It really is. So nerd clusters. You got to try out. it. You got to try it. It's nerd gummy clusters. You know, these guys are really on the up and up. I feel like nerds, you know, nerds have always been there, but no, they're so underrated. Now they come out with these gummy clusters and they're in like the best sellers. I've so. had the I've had the rope, but yeah, I've never had these clusters, but I assume from what you described, it's just like the rope, but more nerds no, surrounded never, on it. You'll never have a nerd's rope again in your life. <laughs> once you go, once you go this route, you'll never go back to it. These, Let me tell you what. I, I feel like I've seen something like this in a different form. No way. Yeah, it's oh, called a nerd's are rope. Like Ferrero Rochers, the chocolates. <laughs> what the heck is that? This sounded what? like a car. This sounded like a car. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. I've never heard of that in my life. Oh, For, dude, those are the. I think they're they're the chocolate chocolate candy balls that you know is like very very popular during the holiday seasons. Um, basically, it's a ball of chocolate with like nuts around it. So like, the chocolate is the base, and then the nuts are like the the nerds. Like in your in your gummy clusters. <laughs> what? What is this? Yeah. I've never I've never heard of this before. Ferrero F E R R E R O and then space um R O C H E R. Ferrero Rocher. I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm not seeing mung, so I don't think I think it's a, <laughs> there's, I think it's a pass for me. I don't think there's mung <laughs> in it, but these <laughs> are there's good. milk. There's milk. There okay. Is, these are milk. They do have milk. Yeah. 
This is so odd to me. I've never actually heard of this before. You've never seen these before. Oh my gosh. Bro, I'm poor. What do you, dude, and this looks are, fancy. Dude, I would get these. I get these still, I'm pretty sure, like to this day, like every single Christmas, I still get these. <laughs> How? But are they expensive? Uh, I mean, they're like average price candy, like nothing special. I don't know. They're I mean, good. It's, it's Italian, bro. Yeah. This is literally Italian. The only Italian thing I buy is DiGiorno I, pizza. I, I will buy you some. Okay, I'll thank send you. it over. Uh, I'll, I'll make an order tonight. I'll, I'll send you some. <laughs> oh, thanks. And I'll order you Nerds Gummy Clusters. Okay, big bet, big bet, big bet. But yeah, just no mung. So. No mung. <laughs> no mung. I don't even think there's mung this side of the Mississippi River. I got to be honest. <laughs> I got to be honest. It hasn't made it over here. We should introduce it. Let's have a mung restaurant in Fort Worth. <laughs> Will you be my angel investor, please? You were the demon earlier. Now you're my angel. We're just selling beans. <laughs> yeah, the mung beans. Yeah, I, you know what? You know what? Mung, mung beans are the sole sponsor of this episode. All <laughs> of that. Beans. Nothing else. Nothing else. Just mung beans. <laughs> okay. Don't be mung. Don't big be bed. mung. Big bed. Big bed. Big bed. <laughs> All right. That's well, funny. What, what episode are What is this? What, what are we doing? It? What are right. we doing here? All right, guys. That wraps up part one of our podcast we'll be back with part two all right so we are back as if we never left for our sponsor section now we're going to go into the actual movie today so as you guys can see by the title of this episode we are talking about world war z a pretty random movie to review but it's actually not so random considering it came out exactly well almost exactly 10 years ago Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty crazy because i remember this coming out and I remember it watching it back then, not in theaters, but shortly thereafter. And so, you know, I was very scared of it at the time. I'm not sure why. It, just, it was very unsettling. It's a very anxiety-inducing movie. But, um, yeah, it's crazy how it's been 10 years ago. And plus, you know, we saw it on Netflix. So we're like, hey, it's free. So I think, not do it. <laughs> I think this movie was, like, like very... Like very popular and like people actually really like this movie for oh it's huge movie. yeah oh yeah well if you think about it we were going through a zombie mania in this country like the the Last of Us video game came out that year um, and then also The Walking Dead was probably the best it'll ever be that year 2013 ten years ago mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you know obviously this movie came out it's probably one of the biggest movies of the summer besides Marvel and stuff so mm-hmm. um, so yeah this was a huge huge movie I mean it's got lots of ratings and online and. It's still, I feel like it's still a well-known movie today. Like if I said, hey, have you seen World War Z? Odds are they probably said yes, or someone's at least heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like one of those niche movies that nobody's ever seen before. So, uh, But that's kind of our alley, right? I mean, we're always about blockbusters and action-packed movies. So uh, this was a perfect one to review just because, I don't know, it's something different. It's not nothing, anything new, but, uh, you know, old stuff's good too. And this is really not that old, but it's 10 years, which is crazy. Right. We, <clears throat> I suggested season 11, The Walking Dead, but I did not realize there's 20-something episodes. <laughs> he was like, Mason, you want to binge it for, for this, this weekend? I was like, you're giving me two days to watch 55 episodes. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. Let's just watch World War Z. It's the same thing. I'm on episode 13 as of today. I was watching a little bit. Uh, I think I watched like two episodes, two and a half episodes today. So is it still on... boring? No, it, it it has its ups and downs, actually. It's things are they're not as I would say they're not as 
interesting as I would like it to be. <laughs> I was on my phone for the entire episode when Daryl got captured. Spoilers for season eleven, but nobody's watching that. I just, I just, I just like, I like when there's two groups like have beef with each other and they just like end up like always killing each other, right? This season, it's not really they really have beef with anyone. It's kind of just like it's it's actually very political. <laughs> I'm just like I don't want this. No, well, I don't know. I feel like well, I don't not, really care not about super anybody. political. It's just like it's just not. It's it's somewhat boring, but also it's just like you know, there's not a lot of strife and tension. There's no action. Let's simply put it exactly. Like I think a majority of the episodes are just like them talking, and then you have a couple of killing. But I mean, the most recent one that I watched. Uh, no, just kidding. There's not a lot of action. <laughs> See, the only reason I'm watching it is because I've made it this far and I'm going to exactly. finish this thing out. I'm, exactly. I, I'm not a quitter. Anyway, that was our review for season 11 of Walking Dead. <laughs> Back to the actual movie. <laughs> right, right. So we're on the, we're on the zombie, uh, what is it? Zombie mindset. I haven't seen The Last of Us. Have you seen The Last of Us? I watched the first two episodes the first week they came out and then I just never saw anything else. But I want to pick it, it back up. I liked, you liked it. it. Okay. I thought I thought the first episode of Last of Us was probably one of the best first episodes I've seen in mm. a long time. Equal to Walking Dead, I feel like. Maybe even better. I know it's hard it's blasphemy mm. to say, but I would rec- I I'd highly recommend it even though I've only seen two episodes. But and I've never played the game. I've seen people play the game, but I've never played it, so um who knows. Have, if have... it comes out on Switch, I'll get it. Have you seen the show Z Nation that was on the Sci-Fi Channel, bro? <laughs> I, I don't mess around with that. Have you? I watch. I think like by the, when I started watching that, there's only what like four or five seasons. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I watched like almost four four of the five seasons. <laughs> bro, you should have just finished that one. You were so close. I don't I don't remember it, but it's that one that one is not as uh in depth as like uh Walking Dead. But I would I do have to say it still has its like pretty good like you know visual effects and they they went a little more bonkers <laughs> than I thought they would. I bet that well that's probably why. I mean they saw the Walking Dead was like all serious and stuff. And right, right. So they had yet. a they had to change it up and I was like eh. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, uh, back back to the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> World War Z. Um, ten years ago, I don't remember watching it when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure I watched it. From my memory, I watched it on a on a pirated version, so <laughs> everything was a little blurry to me. <laughs> Bro, you're outing yourself right now. <laughs> This like, is literal evidence. I didn't. I didn't get to see the the actual visual effects, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> Alex is gonna get arrested by the government. I'm gonna have to have to find a new co-host. Um, but I did like watching the movie this time because I actually couldn't remember what happened. <laughs> ah, it was so clear. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Every, it was at least 4K. Night and day, night and day. <laughs> wow, you're like, wait, I didn't know Brad Pitt was in this. <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i didn't know any uh what was it? yeah i only knew brad pitt was in there 
honestly, that's the only character you need to know about this movie. There's only one main character. Everyone else doesn't have that many lines or like super significance, like their roles in the movie. So it's literally just Brad Pitt or his name is Jerry Lane in this movie. Can we talk about that for a second? Jerry spelled a G. <laughs> or how about this? Just Jerry itself. Oh, my. Don't get me started on Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> I have such a negative. I have a negative thought in my brain by Jerry. So when they said it in the movie, I'm like, this, I, it took me out of the movie. It, it took me out of the movie, too, because that's uh, because yeah. you, know, you know, you know, you know. If you know, if you, you know. If you know, IYK, IYK. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jerry <laughs> Jerry is a retired UN worker. Um, I don't know what he did in the UN, but it must have been like super top secret and like super important that they wanted him back to work on this like whole zombie pandemic that's happening. And so he basically is the main character is to investigate how to find a cure of you know to to get rid of these zombies or be immune to these zombies and so that's what he's assigned to do um so you know he he goes through a couple of countries he travels and you know investigates on why this happens um how do these zombies pretty much operate and he uh he does make a pretty worldwide journey where did he go he went to, he was based in Philly then he goes to South Korea. Well, he goes to New York first before that. New York. South then he goes Korea, to South Korea, then Israel. Then Israel. And then he goes back to America to the to the World Health Organization base. And then is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's I, it. Oh yeah. And then like what is it? The the family are based out in they didn't say the location, but well, they're on much. a boat, right? Yeah, yeah. All the all the government people are now stationed on boats in the Atlantic Ocean, so the yeah, zombies yeah. can't swim. Assuming, <laughs> oh yeah, that's another problem. <laughs> I mean, if they could swim, they. I feel like I'm they could sure, swim. I'm pretty sure they could swim, but if, they also they they're can, also if they can run super fast and then they could also jump, <laughs> they can swim. Oh, that's true, and then plus they can probably pretend to run in the water and get somewhere. You know, Dude, they're just like paddling you know, like that. Do you see how fast they were running? And also they would just jump onto people. Very different than The Walking very, Dead. It's actually very like scary to see how fast they moved. <laughs> like I hope if there is a zombie apocalypse, I hope it's the Walking Dead version, not this version, because this right, version right, is right. scary. You cannot yeah, outrun. Right. You know, if you know, I'm I'm a heavier set guy so i feel like i could outrun the ones in the walking dead but the right. ones here you're done no no no, no. you're done though yeah, yeah, yeah i don't like i'm a pretty athletic guy but i don't like running so yeah. you know i would say you know if you really yeah i i would give my life up <laughs> to not fight these guys i would bite myself and be a zombie i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's not right i'd just bite myself um but anyway yeah so they're out in the middle of the ocean bit the zombies i don't know but mm -hmm. that's the thing, though. Well, you know, we get tired, right? Because we're humans. Right. Do zombies get tired? If they can scale like a, a thousand foot wall, are they? do they get tired? Because mm -hmm. theoretically, they could swim all the way out to that boat and keep going. Like, what makes us tired and what makes them not tired? True. Are we ripping this movie apart before we even... Well, <laughs> we haven't I mean, even got all the plot out. That's the thing, because like... How, how do zombies... How do zombies, they're not eating zombie food. Their food is humans. 
Exactly. So what's their motivation to move? Their motivation exactly. to move is human. So I guess exactly. the only real threat would be if they had like a big megaphone in the middle of the ocean, everyone would probably swim out there. But they don't know right. because they've got enough bait on land, right? So they're not going to. Right, right. They don't need to, to go outside. Yeah, they don't need to go into the water. Right. If they, if they already have All right. what, 8 billion humans to eat. <laughs> Back then, seven, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> right, 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 right. Wow. All right, so we, you know, we made the plot hole, but we also filled it. So <laughs> the, the movie's still good. We're we're filling in cement potholes right now. So um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so you know, at the beginning of the movie, the one of the strengths it has is really just dropping you in on the action. I mean, probably ten minutes of Brad Pitt's family eating breakfast or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then they are all in the car driving. They're in Philly. In Philly traffic, I think I saw Rocky. Probably he was probably running. He probably um, was. Yeah, he probably was <laughs> running up the steps of the, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, you see, it's there's this uneasiness in the in the air, right? You know, this motorcycle cop drives by Brad Pitt's car and knocks off the rearview mirror or like the, you know, the side mirror. And everyone's like, "What the hell?" You know, what the hell's happening here? And all of a sudden, you see people running behind you, and then all of a, out of nowhere, this big like trash truck just starts driving down the road and pummeling people and you're like what's happening i mean obviously you've seen the trailers before the movie before you watch it so you know it's about zombies <laughs> but just that first scene i mean really kind of sums up the whole movie it really puts you on edge right yeah because it drops you it makes it seem like it's a normal world a normal day this could happen in our world right and i feel like this is exactly how a zombie apocalypse would play out right if you're in a major city you want to get out because there's going to be pandemonium throughout the whole city. People bite each other and it's just, it's an infinite expansion, right? Because if you've got a whole bunch of people, even one person can spread to two and that two can spread to four, that four can spread to eight, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it really just, it's exponential. So that's why you got to get out of there. So that first scene where we're first introduced to the zombies, literally within the first 15 minutes, I mean, that was incredibly tense. I mean, mm -hmm. People were just going down left and right. We see the zombies. And we're also introduced to the zombies in a natural way, right? Because you get a, a little glimpse of it at the beginning with the newscasts and stuff. They're like, yeah, there's some rumblings of like, oh, a guy bit a guy in, mm. you know, in Newark. But that happens every day, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so that's nothing out of the ordinary. But then you actually start seeing it. You're like, okay, it's actually going down. So kudos to this movie for starting off that was such a strong start i mean I, yeah i don't I, know about you but... i liked it is super fast the the plot was super fast but also like the very beginning there but was you no know. like yeah there wasn't that slow ramp up of like oh the world is ending what do we do blah 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 blah, blah. no right it's like first 10 minutes total chaos people are running out of everywhere they uh yeah people running everywhere zombies you know pretty much just jumping out of pretty much off buildings and then and landing on cars and then biting people and smashing into cars windows it was, it was so intense i liked it i oh I liked it was it. great it was, it was i i didn't yeah i did not remember this part when i watched it back then <laughs> oh i definitely well yeah it was all blurry you're just like oh i'm just seeing a gray screen <laughs> exactly exactly um so dude that i liked the movie uh, because it was very fast paced because of the like I think the beginning set the tone and then yep. you kind of just like stayed focused into the Agreed. movie. Agreed. Um, and you know, another point I wanted to make about this first kind of I guess it's like first 45 minutes or so 
Um, also, it shows the duality of man, like within this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I feel like they did a great job of portraying exactly what would happen in the U.S. or ed- everywhere, really, uh, if this zombie apocalypse happened. Like, for instance, they have to go to a store because Brad Pitt's daughter is having an asthma attack or something and they need an inhaler or whatever right, drug. Right. And mm-hmm. so they go to this grocery store with a pharmacy in it and you see two guys in there. One, he has a gun behind the pharmacy, but then he sees that Brad Pitt has a kid. And he's like, oh, I've got a kid too here. You should take this for her and stuff like that. So that's the good side. And then mm-hmm. like 10 seconds later, it's revealed that Brad Pitt's wife is getting beat up by two men with pistols or whatever right, there's right. take trying to take her wallet i don't know what they're trying to take but um then you know brad pitt has to shoot him so it's like literally the two sides of man you know and then 10 minutes later a good samaritan family invites brad pitt's family into their apartment that way they're safe right so mm-hmm. it's kind of up and down and i feel like that really does show what would happen it shows people's instincts it shows people's primal fears kicking in and i don't know i like that kind of stuff because most of the time, it's just, oh, action, action, people die, whatever. But this, these few small scenes in here really make the humanity shine through in this. It, it mm-hmm. made it more believable to me, in a way. I mean, I know it's obviously CGI zombies, but, you know, I for the most part, I did believe that this could be a plausible world to live in, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I like I like it. I, I think that's something I took away from that first part. It's very relatable. All right, well, not like we've experienced zombies, but like, well, you know, COVID. You well, know. COVID. You know, COVID. It was really kind is, of. It was a COVID kind of stirred things up of like, what is it like ransacking grocery stores and what was it? People being pretty greedy about like selling hand sanitizer. I'm just like, what is the? Where's the morality in selling hand sanitizer like five hundred dollars versus like three bucks? I'm just like, what are you doing, bro? I'm not paying fifty dollars <laughs> for a toilet paper roll. Yeah, 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 and toilet paper was like a shortage. Um, it was like gold at that point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, total chaos. I yeah, the first couple of scenes, especially the, yeah, I, yeah, that was like the, probably the second scene because the first scene was like in the city. They're pretty much rampaging all the zombies. Um, and then the second scene, yeah, they were in the grocery store, but then they had to go to the apartments because. The UN connection that the uh, Jerry was talking to, he was like, "Oh, I have an escort for you guys," and so they were like, "Okay, let's rendezvous to this apartment complex," and then, yeah, you know, after they be with the the Hispanic family, real nice people, um, gave them food and beer <laughs> to dull and, the senses, <laughs> and beer, and beer, very yep. nice, very nice, yes, um. Unfortunately, the the uh, the parents did not make it out, but the kid, the the Hispanic kid, made it out somehow. Um, I don't know how, but I, maybe he be maybe he's the cure to the to the uh, to the apocalypse. Maybe he is. Maybe he's like the <laughs> he's the eleven of this movie. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. So, um, yeah, the the apartment scene, um, pretty cool scene. I would say you know it's a zombie chase up, like they're they're trying to run up to the rooftop, and so you have. Pretty much the family scrambling all the way up the staircase. Um, Brad Pitt is the only one that actually fights the zombies, really. Um, and, you know, there's like some struggles above like fighting these zombies because they're actually super fast. And so I, I couldn't imagine how fast they are. I feel like they're like probably a cheetah, like, like a gazelle. 
or what? I I feel like that's too fast. I okay, I feel you're right. Like you're right. Maybe like high school athletes fast, and that's pretty fast. <laughs> not, oh, not college. They're well, <laughs> co- college would be like professional level, right? I feel like they're professional. I mean, like, they they've literally got no speed limit, right? True. They just they gotta go. Have, they also have no like. Okay, they have like unlimited endurance. So okay, maybe they are professional. I feel like runners. The, yeah, I feel like they're the Usain Bolt <laughs> of the zombie world. They are yeah. So they are professional runners. They're professional running zombies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it's very intense. Then the action scenes are fast because they run super fast, and it makes you like on your edge of your seat. And so the second scene was pretty edgy as well. Um, you know they were like barricading the door, and then when they had the helicopter rendezvous. Um, Brad was like, oh, I can't hold this door anymore, and so he lets all them out. But then there, he's getting chased by all the zombies, and then the helicopter has like two, two like military guys gunning them down. So very, very intense scene. And, you know, the adrenaline was running. I would say. Oh yeah, definitely. The blood, <laughs> the blood was pumping to places. The blood was pumping. That. The blood was pumping. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's. So one thing I do want to mention. Uh, Jerry's United Nations contact. That we talked about earlier. Uh, his name is Terry. <laughs> Let that sink in for a little bit. Out of all the names they could have chosen, <laughs> they had to pick the one name that rhymed with Jerry. Terry. Terry or Harry. It could have been, might as well have been Harry. You know, yeah. making a hat trick. But anyway, <laughs> it, 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 terrible names. It, it really, it's a travesty. It rubbed you the wrong way. It really it did. Rubbed. I could not get it. I mean, I could get into it. It's a good movie, but I, <laughs> it, it, it's just not what I would do. You know. I I would not have named him Terry. First, no. they first they first butchered Jerry's bad Jerry. enough. They yeah. first butchered Jerry, and then they, with the no offense to the G, or if you have a name named Jerry and spelled with a G, but I don't know, Jerry's just not very manly to me. <laughs> well, yeah, he's supposed to be like this big action star, and his name exactly. is Jerry. Jerry, I can't. It's like Ben and Jerry's. I can't take it seriously. They shouldn't name. It reminds like, me of ice cream. They shouldn't name him like Jake. Not Jerry. Jake is cool, you know. Jack, something like that, right? You know, something right. different. Mason, that's a cool. Yeah, Alex you know. is pretty too common, so not Alex. <laughs> no, Alex would work. Alex would work. I don't know. I feel like it's too common. They need to spice it up. Alakai. <laughs> oh, Alakai, perfect. I don't even think that's a real name, but it's oh, better than Jerry. Know. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the back to the movie. So after that scene. They pretty much do some investigation. Um, their next destination is South Korea, so they have to go to this. Um, it's actually a military base, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's it's funny because they have this like, uh, like new re. I think he's like a biologist or something like that. Some like he's a virologist. Yeah, he's virologist. His whole job is is uh you know talking about viruses. Right. So this this kid, he's like you know probably like in his twenties or whatever. Um, he's like he's the mastermind of like how we're gonna figure out um the zombie apocalypse. And so they embark on this journey to Korea. First thing that happens, he kills himself. (laughs) He trips. They did him dirty. The director might have had like a personal vendetta against that. That's actually super funny. I was like, what just happened? So the guy slips (laughs) in the rain. It's Mm -hmm. raining. He slips, shoots himself. And I'm like, oh, man, (laughs) not on purpose. No, 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 not on purpose. Right. right. He falls and the gun accidentally shoots him in the head. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, that is so bad. What a way to go. Even Brad Pitt is like, what the hell is going on? He didn't make it, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah. this scene, this whole like the uh, whatever 20-ish minutes or so when they're in this area, I like this because it's very stealthy. The whole, the whole um the whole scene, you know, it's pitch black at night. And so you have these like zombies running out of nowhere, but you can't see them. And so it makes it like super spooky. Um and like the like basically when they get off the, the plane, you know, they're they're like slowly walking out. And then you get like these jump scares of these zombies just jumping out of nowhere. And then they're like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And so they're just like sprinting towards the base uh, until they finally get uh, saved um, by the, the crew that was supposed to be there protecting them. But uh, they did take some time. So and then when they're exiting the base, it's the same thing when mm-hmm. they're like super stealthy and then the like out of all of the moments where brad pitt can get a phone call he gets a phone call from his wife and then all the zombies come racing after them and so real good scene there um and then there's something else about that scene oh i, I think someone had to kill themselves oh because they oh had a, yeah they had to risk their life yeah i'm pretty sure yeah they had to risk their life because they're protecting brad right and so they had to do whatever for him to get back onto the plane and then he got bit, and then he shot himself. And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so pretty intense scene. Um, I think I, I I don't know if they really found out any in depth info when they made that trip. Do you remember? Besides, like them like burning the whole room. Oh, well, they went the- they went there because like that's where they first initially learned about the virus, right? And then they like ended up burning the whole place because everyone turned into a zombie right yeah so there's like basically a prisoner there or something and okay it turns out that there's an email sent from south korea to the u.s mentioning zombie okay and so it, it, it was supposed to be originated from south korea that's what uh... i think that's what i got out of it again anything not involving action or anything like that i tuned out <laughs> okay these parts were very boring to me i i don't know why i just couldn't get through it so okay so then they move on. So after Brad leaves, I think I were just calling him Brad because we hate Jerry. Yeah. We just I, address- <laughs> I mean, I I mean, that's the only way I'm just saying Brad. Just saying, let's just say Brad. <laughs> let's just say Brad. Um, anyway, Bradley uh, flies out from South Korea. Then he goes to uh, Jerusalem. He goes to Israel because apparently they have figured out how to stop the zombies. So basically, I don't know. OK, I'm very naive. I don't know if these walls exist in real life. They probably do, right? I have no clue. And, I, I, didn't, know, I, I didn't look up. I didn't look up. I didn't either. So anyway, in Israel, it's supposedly there's a wall around the whole city, and that kept the Israelites safe, right? It kept Jerusalem safe because, you know, once they heard even the slightest urge of a zombie attack, they closed all the doors, and they only let a few people in. So they had it very contained, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Brad, you know, is talking to, I don't know who it is, the the prime minister or whoever's there. Someone official, he's talking about, oh, you know, we have we're very self-sufficient, you know, we're good. And people are actually praising Allah, praising God, praising Yahweh in the street very loudly. And, (laughs) you know, as we all know, the zombies are activated by sound. So mostly sound, they can do sight too, but mostly sound. So, you know, they're shouting, they have megaphones, which you don't need. You don't need (laughs) less. Yeah, I support it. You just don't need loudspeakers, right? 
You right, can do it right. in your own little self-contained area. So anyway, mm-hmm. so Brad is like looking around. He's seeing all this. And then all of a sudden we see at the very top of the wall, we see some hands start to crawl over. And mm-hmm. then we zoom out and we realize that there's a whole wall of zombies building themselves up and climbing on top of each other just to get to the top of the wall. That's a scary visual, right? Because yeah. that means you would think a big wall like that would keep you safe. But the zombies are actually pretty smart and they're actually going towards the sound, but they're stacking on top of each other to get to the top of the wall. It's it's very creepy. It's it's very creepy. And then, you know, you have helicopters driving around the city and they're starting to shoot all the zombies down there in the big piles and it's not really making a dent. So they're still getting over and everyone now a few get over and that unleashes everything. Everybody starts running, you know. The armed guards try to fight them, but there's too many, right? There's going to be too many. And so once it starts there, it just kind of keeps going. People start getting bit. Brad has to run really fast and throw grenades and other civilians for there. There's this one woman who looks like 11. Uh, I don't know where she came from. She's one of the (laughs) elites, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's with him. Um, And, you know, there's there's a couple of good chase scenes from the zombies. Again, we're still running. And there's, they're also in this one stairwell in a certain building. And, you know, there's one, they're fighting it off. And the zombie actually bites this woman's gun, uh, the you know, the 11 woman, but actually bites her hand too. And this is oh, a really yeah, cool yeah. scene mm-hmm. because Brad actually just says, come here. And he grabs her arm and then cuts her hand off with like a, a knife or something with one little chop. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but the, it kind of reminded me of The Walking Dead because isn't that the same premise too if you... Yeah, cut off yeah. the infected area then mm-hmm. yeah that's how so, uh that's how one of the i, I know exactly aaron? who you're talking aaron? about is that his name aaron oh yeah the arm yeah that's right yeah that's he got bit and then they cut his arm off and that's like what was the what was the very old guy's name like in the very herschel oh it's herschel. herschel oh yeah, yeah. He got bit in the leg and then they cut off his leg <laughs> oh yeah rip and rest <sighs> right so it's cost our heroes an arm and a leg i guess exactly exactly there you go so anyway uh but yeah so that's a cool scene and eventually he does get out he gets on a plane at the airport and he eventually uh, escapes that part of the world so basically wherever you are don't get next to brad pitt or else <laughs> trouble will quickly follow after but you know i like this scene i think it's one of the best it's bright lighting and everything really just clicks for me everybody's running around I like one of the great things about this movie is it does make it feel like it's on a global scale. Mm -hmm. The zombie apocalypse. Most movies, at least made in America, whenever there's a worldwide, whether it be pandemic or disaster that's happening, it only ever feels like it's the U S no other. Sure. You can show other countries getting destroyed and stuff, but it never really clicks. But this movie is so good at making it feel like a worldwide impact, you know? Mm. So that's one of the things I got from it, but yeah, this is a. I don't know if you have anything else to say about it. I mean, that's just kind of a, a recap, but um, I I enjoyed this part. I was just say I I like the so when they were panning around the walls, I like the aerial shots of where they could see like the the thousands and thousands of zombies outside the walls and how they're like trying to get in the walls. Right. They weren't necessarily climbing the walls, but they were just all using like, each other, herding up. Yeah. Right. They're like you know moping around outside the walls and i was like Woo, wee. <laughs> i know well you don't think of that right they thought exactly, they were safe exactly. so pretty scary stuff. i don't know how they just didn't see the 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 hill of zombies that was coming like climbing the wall how did they not see it until brad was like 
they're coming. <laughs> they had their eyes closed. They were praying. Okay. But so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I would say visually, yeah, I, I I think that is a very creative way how they got over the wall where they like pretty much climbed on top of each other. <laughs> it's yes, it's very unique to this movie. <laughs> right, right. Because right? I don't I haven't seen that anywhere off else. The wall, and then yeah. they you know, the the zombies don't die from jumping a hundred feet off the wall and then landing on cars. They they just get back up and then they start running. <laughs> yeah, they like crack their bones back into place if they break anything. It's exactly. it's pretty pretty freaky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. so yeah, very good scene. I don't remember the girl's name. That's like the escort uh, that comes that comes with the uh, that uh, walks around with Brad. But it doesn't we, matter. We can call her Eleven because she okay, looks good. like Eleven from Stranger Things. Shout out her, shaved heads. Yep. With her buzz cut hair. Um, but she's basically, you know, like a, a military member that's uh that's pretty much protecting Brad um throughout the rest of the movie. What was it? There's a scene where they threw a grenade. Um was it like in a stairwell or something, if if I recall? Well, yeah, that was the stairwell where she got bit in the hand. Okay. Uh, okay and okay. there's another grenade in like a an alleyway. And okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I like those scenes. Those those are pretty intense. Yes, and then you know, there's another grenade that happens a few minutes later, where you know we can go to that next scene too, where Brad, Bradley, and Eleven are on an airplane flying away from from Israel, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a crowded <laughs> flight. Everyone's trying to get on there. All mm-hmm. is well, and there's this little Chihuahua that had to ruin everything. <laughs> the Chihuahua was like. Somehow, th- somebody decided it was a great idea to bring a Chihuahua on an airplane, unleashed. By the way, no leash. Well, well I don't think they were gonna not bring the Chihuahua onto the plane. You know, the I world it... is the world is ending, so I think they're gonna be like, okay, we could throw you a bone and let you a literal the... bone <laughs> for the dog. <laughs> throw, yeah, put the dog on the plane. Like, what harm could the dog be, be doing on the plane? <laughs> if it was if it was any other breed, I think they would have gotten away with it. But the fact that it was a little Chihuahua. <laughs> Uh, well, also, I thought it was a zombie dog at first. Did you ever think that or no? No. Okay. I don't. No, can, no, no. Do we know if dogs or any animal can be zombified in this movie? Did they explain that in this movie? They didn't say. No. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> this little Chihuahua starts barking at the the bathroom on the plane. Yeah. And this flight attendant is right by the bathroom door. She's leaning down to the dog. She's like, "Oh, hey, doggy!" And then the dog runs away. <laughs> and then it cuts to. She her opening the bathroom door mm-hmm. and this zombie literally just you know jumps out. It's a jump scare and attacks this flight attendant. And you know, this was in the uh peasant class, so back in coach, you know, not first class coach, where Brad Pitt yeah, is regular yeah, class, yeah. regular <laughs> class. The peasants, you know, no no in-flight meals this time. And right. <laughs> you know, Brad Pitt, everyone else is asleep in first class for some reason. They're able to sleep after this horrific event in Jerusalem. Right, so anyway, right. he, he walks back, he hears something behind this one curtain, not even a door, but a curtain. <laughs> That's right. And sees the whole back cabin of the plane turned into zombies and just completely everything being torn apart. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Complete now most chaos. of them are stuck in seatbelts, so they don't have the dexterity to open a seatbelt, which is I do like that little. Oh yeah, that, was a little um, that little detail there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most of them are out of their seats and up and coming. So Brad's like, "Okay, we got to get, we, you know, we got to block them somehow." So they get luggage and they try to put it up in front of the curtain. Um, but you know, duffel bags are only going to do so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, eventually the zombies do get through, 
And, you know, Brad Pitt, luckily, at the front of the plane with Eleven. Right. And so all the zombies are starting to charge and everybody's getting bitten. Everybody's basically dead, except the pilots <laughs> and, and those two. And Brad makes the split decision to literally have a grenade and just throw it in the back of the plane and hope <laughs> for the best. So he somehow blows up a giant hole in the side of the plane, right? Mm-hmm. All of the zombies are flying out. You know, I'm not surprised, or I am surprised that some of the zombies didn't fly into the turbine and make the plane crash. That's I would have thought that too. I thought yeah. I thought, but th- they're very lucky. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> birds fly into it all the time, but flying zombies out of the airplane don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, so they start flying out, and literally, it's only the pilots and Brad and Eleven left. So they're both right. buckled into the seatbelts in the front, which I don't know. I guess the seats weren't ripped out. Yeah, that was a, that was interesting too. I'm like, so everything, like all the luggage, all the people, all the zombies fall out, but no seats. I don't think are like no. I guess they're the airplane unless they're like super bolted down. Those are some good airplane. bolts. Let me tell you that. I... <laughs> super glue bolts. <laughs> I know. I need those for my apartment door or something. You know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I like that scene. It was it was intense. It was cool. It, it was, was very cool. cool. I, and, I feel like that's a very common uh, like action movie airplane scene where they like blow up the side of the airplane and like they the use hero, it, yeah. they use it to, so the bad guys can get away, which is perfect. Like you can't get what is it? There's like no shame of doing that. Every single action movie. I like it. I like it. No shame. <laughs> no shame. No There's shame. no shame. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a cool <laughs> scene. Um, so anyway, and then eventually they do have to crash land somewhere. I guess it's still in the U. Is it in the U.S.? It's, yeah, it's in the U.S. now. They crash land in the U.S. And then somehow, some way, I think the pilots are dead because we see the zombified version of them maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, this leads us into our next scene where Brad Pitt survives and Eleven survives, and you'll find out what happens next. Yes. So after Brad successfully survives a plane crash with uh, Eleven, who also survives, uh, they somehow manage to scramble their way to the Who Center. Uh, they the are who? not in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The Who. We don't. We, the Who. The band. Um, no, it's the World Health Organization. So. Both of them managed to find it. Honestly, how I don't know how they found it because they crash landed in the middle of the woods. Do they have like a GPS or what are they looking at? Right, right, right. That's that's a plot hole. Oh, is that actually a plot hole? I thought they explained it in the movie and I forgot. I don't think they did because basically Terry, (laughs) I was was trying to think of the name real quick. How could you forget? It rhymes with Jerry. I was like, ah, not this again. Uh, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Terry was like, Okay, there's a there's a there's a location in blah 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 blah, and we looked it up, and it's Cardiff, Wales. So not in the U.S. So it's in the U.K. From what Mason said, but honestly, um, I mean, it looks like it was from in what, any woods. From yeah, yeah, from what I recall, they don't say anything about coordinates or anything. You know, Brad and Eleven somehow must have just started walking in the woods and found the center. <laughs> I wish I was that lucky. <laughs> like there's no there's no like scene of them walking throughout the woods. It just cut to like, oh, when Brad found Eleven after the plane crash, they somehow cut into finding the Who Center. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't I think uh it's, I think 
they speed jumped that scene. They're like, we're not gonna put any any travel scene. We're just gonna make them go there right. Which now. honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm glad they did. I I would not want to see a travel scene. Just cut, just take out the cut scene in the video game. Right. This gets kind of what that is. Right. 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 So, so basically, they go to the Who Center. Um, they they ring the doorbell. Brad Pitt is like down bad severely. He could barely stay, <laughs> he he could barely walk. Um, and then he falls into a coma for three days. Is that what they three said? Days. Three days yep. of a coma. And he wakes up. He wakes up all. Um, uh, what is it? He's like chained down into the into the seat. Yeah, because they don't um, know who he is. The people right, right, at right. the Who Center don't know who he is. So, um, and they they do a little investigation. These guys are not American, so they all have the accents. I'm pretty sure. Um, and they're like, "Who who are you?" And he was like, "I work for the UN." Blah blah blah. Just make the phone call, and you you can see why I'm here. <laughs> and then he gets a phone call. Um, they talk to Jerry. Um, and they talk to Terry. Oh, Terry. Terry. Terry's like, yeah, this guy's with us. He's with the UN. He has the he's the investigator. Um, why all this is happening? Blah blah blah. Um, and he we sent him back to the W the Who Center because that's where he said he needed to be. And then Terry was Jerry Brad. <laughs> Brad is like, yeah, man. Um, from my foundings in Israel, um, when he saw like the sick people there, they weren't getting bit by the zombies. And so he had this theory of the zombies won't attack you if you're like terminally ill. And so say if you have like a infection or cancer or some illness that, um, the zombies like pretty much detect they'll just run by you they won't bite you they they probably just think they are you are one of them um as a zombie because basically the zombies are they're pretty much sick um as a as an illness that they have i think they said there's like rabies or something um can i be I, honest i, I can't remember that i can't re- <laughs> what <laughs> i didn't catch that at all is that really what happened yeah, that's the that's why he wanted to go to the Who Center so he can find an illness that they could spread around. I thought it was it like a vaccine to it. No, 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 no. They they needed his his theory was to get people sick so they can camouflage. That's what he said. That's what that's quote unquote what he said. He's like, if you are sick, you we can camouflage around the zombies. How did I miss this? I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a very crucial plot. That point. is the biggest point of the movie. <laughs> All right, the movie just went up, in my opinion. <laughs> the movie is actually way better than I thought it was. Yeah, because that's because he he um, you know they they do some like little flashbacks of Brad Pitt, like he saw like this um bald headed kid um who's like in the very middle of a runway of zombies is about to like parade him, but they ran all around him. Right. And so he's like, huh, interesting. And then there's another flashback where it was a very old gentleman. And it's the same thing. He was like standing in the middle of like something. And then the zombies just ran around him. And you know what? Brad that just blew was my like, mind. Brad was like, huh, terminally ill kid super old guy huh maybe they're both sick or have some illness that like 
the zombies detect that they think it's one of them. And so that's why he was telling Terry, he was like, we have to go to the Who Center. Um, and then when he contacts the Who Center, he's like, that's when he starts telling all the scientists. He was like, all right, guys, I have this theory. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I think blah, 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 blah. If we get sick um, or just have some some type of illness in our bodies that we can camouflage around the zombies, then that's like the next step that we can take for civilization. And so that's why they are going into the, uh, what is it? I forget. The Who Center. The no. well, well, the basement of the Who Center. I that where they where they contain all the deadly diseases. Um, and so that's why they go there, and that's where they get the diseases in the in the um in the base. So I don't know how you missed that whole plot point. See, there. I I thought <laughs> here's what I thought. You want to know why? First of all, I didn't know what those flashbacks meant. <laughs> I, I just thought he would. I. I honestly didn't realize that they ran right by the kid. And then I thought the old guy was just lost in the crowd. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. I watched you with Caroline. I was like, I was like, oh my <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was a vaccine. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But, oh my but, gosh. <laughs> but it made sense that the Who Center had the vaccine, right? Because. Right. Well, they but... knew the vaccine, to, quote unquote. They had the, they hold all the trans transmittable diseases um, so, so let me ask you this basement. Yeah. So let me ask you this does brad pitt give himself aids or what does he do he it doesn't show so in the movie it doesn't show what he injects in him he takes so basically the the, the scene or we can talk about the whole the whole scene as, as itself so yeah you have to take lead on this part because that <laughs> now i don't know the who center so he talks to the scientists about the plan, and the scientists are like, okay, we can get you those diseases, but we have to go to the basement room 139. But in order to get there, we have to cross the bridge, which is barricaded, and on the other side of the bridge, the whole side of the building is um, infected by the zombies. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, strap up we gotta go because <laughs> like there's no way turning back from this and so they cross the bridge they are slowly walking into the you know infected side of the building um all the zombies are actually very dormant because the zombies don't really move unless like they the scientists said that the zombies stay dormant unless they have like some stimuli that like makes them react so like noise right and so Whenever they hear noise, they like freak out and then they just run towards the noise. And so all these zombies are actually kind of like standing still. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> um, and so they get to that side of the building. Um, pretty pretty unique, I would say, um, plot development where there's this scene where they kind of have to like crouch down and maneuver away from a couple of zombies in this specific room. Um, so the zombie doesn't like see them. Uh, pretty, pretty clever. Um, yeah, and this then, scene felt like a video game. It was kind of cool because yeah. like you can just imagine yourself like, oh, crossing this little doorway while mm -hmm. somebody doesn't see you, trying to go unnoticed, like a spy game kind of. That's what it reminded me of. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, and then the scene kind of picks up where 
um they have to go to this door but this door is like super super screechy like the loudest thing in the world <laughs> you would think you would they would have well lubed doors in the who center but i guess not no 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 so they use like this uh what is it fire axe thing to like hold the door open while they slip through the door um and then something uh, there's like a something sets off the zombies to start running at them um so the group does get divided. Eleven and the scientists, uh, they retreat back to the safe side. But then Brad Pitt, he's by himself now. <laughs> of course. So when he's running around, um, he eventually gets to room one thirty nine. So that's where the diseases are. Um, yeah, and the and the I can't remember really much of the action before, like the whole chasing that really stood out to me. They kind of just were just running around the hallways from from what I remember. No, nothing like no explosion, no no like major headshots or action scenes. Um, but you know, major plot point is Brad Pitt does finally get to the disease room, and so do you remember what happens there? <laughs> so he get takes like these random drugs off the, or I thought they were vaccines, but I guess they're just diseases right, right. now. They're diseases, he takes them off the. So. Yeah, he takes yeah. them out of the fridge. Yep, puts them all in this them, big bucket. Yeah, yep, dumps and then them into the bucket. And then when he was escaping, or and he was gonna leave that insulated room, like a zombie is like right at the doorway. Um, and so creepy. Brad is like, well, <laughs> this is the only time I'm gonna like this is the like there's no way around the zombie, right? He doesn't have any weapons. Um, and so he. It doesn't say which drug he took or which disease he takes into his body. He just grabs one and then and then he just injects himself. And so I honestly, I wish that they showed which uh, disease that they put in because I think that'd be like, you know, somewhat of a stir. Um, it was co- it was plot wise. Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah, it could be anything, really. Um, <laughs> Herpes. But yeah, he injects himself and then he opens the door. And the zombie doesn't like go pounce at him. He kind of just like walks in and like walks around Brad. And then Brad just like walks out and then closes the door on the zombie. <laughs> uh, and then the scientists were like, what the? <laughs> so what if they get to, what if they need to get in the room again? Are they just going to have a zombie just still in there? Yep. <laughs> like, is the, What if the zombie like trashes the place? I don't know. I don't know. I would not have left him in there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Brad comes back. So all the zombies are like herded in the, uh, the bridge walkway in between the two buildings. And so, you know, Brad, Brad, uh, what does he do? Oh, oh, he like, he breaks the vending machine to make a bunch of noise. And so all the zombies runs back to him. But since Brad is immune to all the zombies now, they run all around him just like the scene where the the uh, little kid was like in the middle of the runway and all the zombies ran around him it was the same thing he just ran right by him and there's so many zombies i'm like dude <laughs> imagine those zombies getting to the scientists game over no no solution would have been found in this building no. <laughs> <laughs> you know i think they said there were about 80 of them in there which right, is a right. lot. I mean, that's exactly. a lot with only a versus like five people. Eighty, yeah, yeah, exactly. Eighty. Not a good ratio. People. Not no, a good ratio. No, 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 no. So, yeah, that pretty much 
is the summary of what happens in that scene and then word gets out oh we just need to camouflage ourselves with like a disease and then you you have some like you know some clips here and there of like the military like dropping off care packages flying out care packages of these like um what is it like these shots of that people can just inject themselves and so and then civilization you know somewhat gets back to normal but um yeah that pretty much is the summary of what happens in the last scene <laughs> so what are they what are they giving themselves like bird flu swine i don't flu? know that's the thing they don't say specifically like you know, you had the clips of the people on the news saying like, oh, the military is authorizing spread of blah, blah, blah. But they don't say what it is. And so, I mean, or... like people in Africa still die of malaria and stuff. So right, like right. if you deliver malaria to them, they're going to die anyway. Right, right. So, yeah, I, know, I mean, they don't really I guess it's like it. literally pick your poison, zombie or malaria. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't know. Inject with whatever you want to inject yourself with. <laughs> I go out on my own terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That interesting. Up the the movie. I mean, I'm I don't know if there was really any other plot points besides the major plot point was, uh, Brad Pitt telling them, "Yeah, we just need to camouflage ourselves," which I can't believe you totally missed. <laughs> I missed it. I well, I I didn't know. I I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that you told me that made the movie much better, and now I understand it. Because <laughs> they, it... they didn't have a vaccine. That's see, that's they... what, it, yeah. See, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought they had made one, and this was the only place to get it, but they couldn't get the vaccine. Ah, no, 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 no. Okay, well, <laughs> my rating just went up. But we'll... <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it always happens. I, I never get the full movie, but anyway. Okay. Um. So yeah. So now that we've got the whole movie kind of recapped, we'll just move on to our favorite parts. Uh, my part is going to be pretty brief. I think I've already went into detail on it enough, but the first probably 20, 30 minutes or so of this movie was my favorite part just because it sets the tone so perfectly. And then also it's just got a lot of good action in it too. I mean, you really are actually kind of frightened about these zombies. You know, I mean, this is really terrifying. Just people biting people and then immediately turning. It doesn't take a while like in The Walking Dead. It's immediate, right? So it's just very kind of unnerving a little bit and it never lets you settle down a little bit. I mean, it kind of does towards the other latter half of the movie, but I mean, it really is just balls to the wall. Like you get a little bit of normalcy and then it just kind of explodes from there. So uh, it's just very well paced and it's actually well choreographed too. It really does feel like the whole city got enveloped, not just this one part. It mm -hmm. The scale of this movie is probably one of the best parts too. It's just, it's so big. So I got to go with that. I got to go with the first 20 or 30 minutes of it. Just the nice. whole thing. Nice. I I would say my favorite part, the um I like the, the Israel scene. The big wall with the zombies climbing on it on you top like of that. the wall. I, I don't know. That that just was just like wow, so smart of the zombies to just like, you know, let's just trample each other and then let's just somehow make some zombie ladder that we climb on top of each other and then we just jump over this wall <laughs> um yeah i i mean i thought that was pretty intense you know like they're they're running around the city and you can see like these hordes of zombies just like running throughout the all the alleyways and so they're just like fulfilling all the streets and there's like literally no way out 
if unless you like jump into a building and so it's just complete chaos um you know i think all the scenes do it especially like with the enclosed spaces you know they really just mm-hmm. hoard up the zombies uh and just like maximize um all the space that uh that they you know they kind of just trample on top of each other um and it's very frightening and so it's a very scary movie especially if you're like a little kid just thinking like oh like in my hallway the whole hallway would be filled with zombies and then they just come straight after me so um yeah i i like that scene you know like i said i like the aerial aerial shots where we get to see all the all the zombies outside the wall um so very very good very good cinematography of what they do to emphasize like the world is just like collapsing from the apocalypse so yeah that's my favorite um so moving on to doesn't pass the vibe check um there's probably a decent amount of things we can talk about um you know i i mentioned doesn't pass the vibe check for me the the scientist trips it himself well he doesn't trip himself on purpose he trips because of the rain and then kills himself <laughs> so bad um, yeah so I, I i mean it's probably like other things that doesn't really come off the top of my head but i would say like that's the only main thing i would say that doesn't pass the vibe check like this movie didn't rub me in the wrong way like other movies have so <laughs> just like avatar i mean you're uh <laughs> or, or or dune what about that one yeah uh yeah so i mean that's a very valid one i also put that down on mine um i've got a few that i've mentioned before obviously the jerry and terry combo is not a good call for the naming scheme so uh not very good i would have definitely changed the names at least have one of them different. Jerry and Terry. Okay, it wouldn't okay. be. <laughs> it wouldn't be that bad. I I just can't keep going back to it. Um, and then you know the I'm going back to that plane scene. There was the zombie in the bathroom. So was he just chilling in there? Oh like, what yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He made no like noise. Just, you know. True. True. I feel like yeah. There's because he wouldn't be dormant the... because they were talking, right? And how yeah, did he yeah, get yeah. in there? Like, oh. did the zombie shut himself in the bathroom? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, okay, the only possible scenario is somebody got bit and then went into the bathroom and then turned, right? Right, but, but there, there wouldn't he try to get already, out, right? I mean... There weren't two zombies in the in the bathroom. There was only well, no, one. he got bit before he got on the plane. And then he, like... I know, Oh, but, like, the thing is, like, if you get bit by a zombie, it only takes you, like... 10 seconds for you to turn oh true yeah so what that's a plot hole yeah that's a major plot unless he was waiting for everyone to come in you know maybe i don't know (laughs) maybe maybe he bit himself (laughs) that's what i'm saying all right he bit himself he took himself out the right way (laughs) um i don't know i just thought that was strange because like he would hear people clattering and getting on the plane right so the fact that there was no noise until the chihuahua i don't know that's kind of a plot hole for me that did not pass the vibe check Mm. Um, so, and then one more thing I would like to mention is the fact that the, there's the, you know, the ship out at sea where all the Navy people, I guess, are, um, including Brad Pitt's family. They're staying on the ship while he's out saving the world and they're in the lunch line and they have some good eats like corn on the cob, mashed <laughs> potatoes, a roll, but right. they serve hot dogs on the plate without buns. They're was raw dogs. No, they're literally raw dog. dog. It was just a straight dog. They're raw dog and on this boat. 
I'm like, get some. I know you've got buns back there. Like they... before the world crumbled, <laughs> why would you not have hot dog buns on the boat if you know your menu is going to have hot dogs on it? And and tr- you know what, people, if you're in the Navy, please talk to me and explain to me that you guys don't use hot dog buns because I don't know. <laughs> but it was just such a weird plot hole. And the fact that one guy got two hot dogs, I feel like they try to ration that out. But I don't know. It, it just rubbed me the wrong way. It really took me out of the movie. So um, <laughs> that was one of the main gripes. That was the one does not pass the vibe check for me that really uh, rubbed me the wrong way. The raw dog on the boat. So hot dog but, gate. <laughs> Yeah, hot dog gate, you know. Hot dog gate. Uh, <laughs> the bun uh, gate. The bun gate. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so now that we got the does not pass the vibe check section out of the way, let's go into our rating system this week. So as you guys may or may not know, we each have a, a unique rating system for each movie or show that we do on this this podcast. So uh, the rating system this week is going to be I, you know, I thought about this a lot, and I think we should do it out of vaccines in the spirit of the original plot of the movie that I thought it was. So <laughs> I think we should go ahead and rate it out of vaccines. What do you think? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so I'll let okay. you go first because you probably got more thoughts than me. Okay, so I am going to give it my rating four out of five vaccine. All right, um, that's respectable. Very respectable uh, movie rating. Um. I think Rotten Tomatoes was like 66% or something. That's about like that. right. That's what I would expect. Yeah. Right. So like I I I think this movie's actually is much better than 66%. Um is like the only I would say for my time, my generation, I would say like the very well more well-known zombie-ish movie slash media, I would say. Um, you don't really see much, or there probably was, me like zombie media, but just wasn't as popular as this one. Um, so I would say big kudos to the the whole team that made this movie alive. Um, so that's that's something because it's very memorable. I would say, um, even though I don't remember like specifically when I watched it, besides that one time. Um, when it was all fuzzy, <laughs> I just I just remembered the buzz around this movie, um, and then watching it ten years later to uh this past weekend, um, I was like, oh dang, this is a really good movie. Um, I really like the quick plot, you know, the first scene right out the gate, and then they go travel, and then they go travel to another place, and then like there wasn't really I I liked how this didn't have I would say super in depth dialogue. There's a lot of action scenes, I would say. Um, the action scenes, uh, I would say they're pretty good paced. And then also they weren't too long, but they also weren't too short scenes. And so I think there's a good balance of how they um put all the, you know, the different zombie, like, uh, what is it? Like chase scenes, especially. So very good variety. Visually good. I think the visual effects were pretty good. Um. They weren't like super gory. Um, they were, I, I think they were kind of just, you know, like they had some weird eyes and then uh, was it different skin coloration, but um, nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary. I think this is like a PG 13 movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, not rated R. So you keep that in mind, but, uh, but yeah, I would say the only thing I was like, honestly, I think the movie should have been longer. <laughs> Oof, I wish there was I wish there was more plot to it because I like the movie. So yeah, I think that's the only caveat I would say. 
Okay. Um, I wish there was like something, something. I would say if they added like two more scenes, I think that would have been good. Interesting. Okay, yeah. that's a good call. That's a good call. Uh, so very good, respectable four out of five. Four out of five vaccines. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go a little lower, but not by much. I'm going to go 3.987654 <laughs> out of five vaccines. Uh, here's the thing. I uh, okay. do agree about the PG-13 rating. I think it should have been R, honestly. Really? Um, I think so, because, you know, it didn't really show any of the biting and stuff. It just kind of like The Walking Dead's really good because they have such good effects on there. Like, right. It's award winning effects. I mean, the mm-hmm. it actually looks like a walker is biting somebody's neck. Right. Uh-huh. I like that kind of stuff. It's gory. It, may, it raises the stakes a little bit because this one. I don't know. It just looks like they're top getting on top of each other. Not really. I mean, I know they're biting, but I don't know. I wish it was R. I think that would have been cooler. Um, but with that being said, with what we got, I think this was the best PG-13 movie they could have made with this. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of cool visuals. I do like the effects on it. And I like it's some of its makeup, too, which I appreciate. I, I always like practical effects. They had a lot of practical explosions, which I also liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brad Pitt, like of course, that, yeah. is a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, Brad, our boy, he's a great actor. Um, he's rocking the same cut as he did in Bullet Train, which is kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> Bullet Train, great movie, great. I have movie. not seen it yet. <laughs> we should do that, bro. Come on, this, I think if you, I think it's better than World War Z. But that's I digress. Um, anyway, funny. anyway, but yeah, for the time, I mean, I remember watching it unsettling, and it's still unsettling to this day, ten years later. So, um, mm-hmm. I think this movie will stand the test of time. I really do. It's you know, I just wish, honestly, you said it. You wish it was longer. I wish it was shorter. I what? wish that really I wish they cut out all the plot in the middle. It just I, I think I think it's good. I think they had good plot points. They like each build it off of each other. Yeah, that's true. I just didn't really care about it. I, I when he was like actually talking to people, I was just zoning out. Mm. I, I felt myself just zoning out. So um, you know, <laughs> it's it's what are you gonna do? I mean, did I lose focus of what the movie was actually about towards the end? Yes. But <laughs> you know, they should have just made it a vaccine and made it easier, but Anyway, I digress. Right. I, right. you know, I, I thought it was very good. I would probably watch it again, maybe in another ten years. But I would probably watch it again. That's that's the mm-hmm. ultimate strength of a movie. If you'd watch it a second mm-hmm. time or a third time, so um, definitely I would recommend this one. As far as zombie movies go, I think this is one of the best. I can't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is another zombie movie, but it's more of a comedy. Um, I would say that one is probably a little better as far as handling zombies, but. Um, yeah, World War Z is great. I, I think everything's good about it. I mean, I just wish it had less plot, which is the only time I'll ever say that. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, I just wanted a like good old fashioned zombie movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm not making sense, but I think it was just a little too long. I think it was a little too long. But <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, yeah the movie got, wasn't even long. It was, it like, was two hours. It was, it it was, was, exactly, uh, it was like exactly two hours. <laughs> my attention span has gone to seven minutes now. So I think <laughs> if they made this a TikTok short. Or an Instagram reel, I would be so on it. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was, it was good. It was good. It's very slightly above average, right? Okay. Yeah, we're talking six inches here. So, um, but <laughs> so yeah, it's this is a six inch movie. I think yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about it. Three point nice. ninety seven six by four out of five vaccines. Um, nice, nice, so nice. now that we finished our rating system, we're going to go into uh, our last segment of the episode, which is the fun fact segment. There's nothing on the notes. There's literally <laughs> nothing on the it's, notes. It's your section. You're supposed Why is to call. it my section? What do I do? <laughs> You're the one who wanted to put it in. Look, I want to keep it alive, okay? I think it's interesting. <laughs> I created doesn't pass a vibe check. What True. else did I create? 
You no, let's action be honest. Scenes. You do everything else. Well, actually, no action scenes. You know, that's kind of given. Yeah, um, we just full disclosure. We went off the full disclosure and sponsors. We both kind of like goofed off into. So, hey. well, Alex. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, look, <laughs> we know you do all the notes, but I'll do fine. I'll do the fun fact. Uh, since it's zombie themed, okay. Uh, what would be, what would be like your preferred weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Is that a good question? Um. Excluding guns or including guns? I think okay, so you exclude, but guns come with the caveat of you run out of ammo, so Mm. you can choose it if you wish to, but just know you're not going to have unlimited rounds. Well, we all know guns are the the best weapon out there. Okay, fine. Besides, like airplanes and tanks, and I was going to say tank. I was going to say tank. Is that not allowed? Well, well, if we're thinking like. Okay, fine. Those handheld type of weapons. Are handheld. we thinking? Are we this thinking dude, like handheld? Handheld weapons. Personal weapon. It doesn't have to be a handheld, but it can be personal weapon. Okay. Mm, I would do. I already. I got it. I just got it. Mm, what's yours? What's yours? Does it have to be a real thing? Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say a lightsaber. Okay, you cannot. Is that not? Is that not legal? It's pretty much a sword, is it not? <laughs> No, no, because lasers don't dull, right? A sword oh, true, can dull, true, so if true. you keep using it, eventually it's not going to be sharp. Okay, a real weapon. <laughs> well, then I'm done. I guess I'm screwed. You know what? You know what? Here's what you give me. Here's what you give me. Give me one prime energy drink. That's my weapon, because I'll just use my fist. And then I just barrel through all the zombies. Bro, just give me a, give me a KSI prime drink. Logan wow. Paul. Yeah. No, no, no. I, maybe I don't know. I really that's a hard decision because uh, baseball bat. I feel like you're tired of swinging after a while, and then you baseball just get, bats are heavy. Yeah, like a Louisville Slugger. I mean, you could get like an aluminum bat, but still, then it'd be kind of wieldy. Those are big boys too. Definitely like, not a bow and arrow. That would nah, be the nah, worst nah. weapon. No, 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 bows and arrows. No, no, no. I, I would do, I would do like a katana sword. I think, you know, no ammo needed. Right. That's a good thing. Unlimited. It's not like a small knife, pocket knife, or like a handheld knife. You know, you got a lot of length, so you can, you know, cut more. So you can cut, you know, pretty much like a a whole body instead of just stabbing into the head. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty versatile. Like, you can use it as like a a walking stick or... (laughs) Just stab the earth, yeah. I don't know, like a like say if you you know like lost your leg and you needed some support, you know, peg leg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could uh, Um, get coconuts from a tall tree, just kind of stab the stab the nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I you know what you you that's grown on me. Okay, katana sword. I'll do either prime energy drink or I'll do one of those chains that has the big ball with the spikes at the end of it. Okay, okay. That would also be a good one. Although I need to get like a lightweight one. Too heavy. See, that's the thing. Like one bad swing or one awkward movement, you could kill yourself. <laughs> I would. I'd be the one. I, the first swing would stab me in my ass or something. It's like yeah. it's like trying to learn nunchucks. Like you can't like nunchucks. They are so hard to. Well, I mean, I don't know how hard it is, but it's pretty. Like the learning curve takes well because like one bad move like wait even if you're just a beginner you're just learning how to use it you like hurt yourself so much that's true because you gotta learn like the what is it 
the physics the technique yeah. yeah yeah the physics of how it moves and stuff like that not with a sword you can you just stab <laughs> true stab oh. and slice yeah okay i just found a hack i just found a hack you know those water hoses that firemen have the really strong ones right just use that but you need water well like, no no no. it would pump from the city or something water that's the thing. i'll drive a fire truck but what if you run out of gas well that doesn't <laughs> no, no all i need is water <laughs> I don't know where the water comes from in a fire truck. <laughs> but, okay, maybe that's all right. I'll stick with I'll stick with my other thing. The water comes with... from the, the the fire hydrants. Oh, that's right. Water hydrants. So yeah. isn't that unlimited? I mean, eventually, I feel like that's unlimited. Uh, I would the zombies say... would give up if they just kept getting squirted with water. Like really powerful water. True. And plus their flesh is probably so grimy I could just like squirt all their skin off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so prime energy or a waterman's hose. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm officially dead. Prime Alex energy. is surviving. Alex is surviving. At... <laughs> Honestly, I I wouldn't want to survive against these zombies. I would just no. you know, call it quits after I no. see one. I just like, okay, here's a free body. Take me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could run faster if I was a zombie. True. So, true. There is that. So yeah. Anyway, professional professional runners. The zombie fight. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're Dash from The Incredibles. <laughs> Dash, that'd be cool. He was always the best. Anyway, we're going off topic here. Alrighty, guys. Well, <laughs> we'll I end hope it. you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed our forty eighth episode of Where's the Action. If you guys ever have a chance to try out J Bao Mao, hopefully I said that more nerd clusters. Go ahead and swing by your local grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and go support um, movie tavern too they're they're actually good right, people right. real actually, nice real, real nice guys nice, real nice guys yeah no beef with them anymore no <laughs> we squashed the beef we squashed the beef we're not in rough waters right right so i hope you guys enjoyed this movie go walk go watch world war z or if you want to watch the walking dead with us um you got 11 seasons to catch up on so no biggie um, yeah but i'm still on episode 13 there's 20 episodes so you still have a lot of time to catch up on so well it's gonna um, take me a year to finish it because i absolutely hate <laughs> it so <laughs> yeah but it's good it's good talking uh, we will catch you guys on the next one Peace. all right yes catch you guys in the flip.